How are you, Buzz? Yeah, I'm really good, guys. Um, when do we kick off? Uh, how many sleeps? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we got footy on Fox Sports uh, at Belmore on Thursday. It's exciting, isn't it? There was some footy yesterday as well, and certainly the story out of it was Luke Brooks in manly colours impressing Buzz. Yeah, if you guys got a copy of the Telegraph with you, um, you look at the back page and it's a really nice way to start your morning. There's a picture of Luke Brooks on the back page and he's smiling. He looks really, really happy. And I keep thinking back, look, he had 11 years at the West Tigers. The last two with wooden spoons have been particularly tough. I'm glad he's gone across to Manly. I think this is a footballer who needed a change. Um, have you seen that photo? It's just so nice to see him looking so happy. And I think, yes, uh, you've seen it, mate. It's yeah, beautiful. I have, Buzz. Yeah, I, I think he's in for a terrific year. I, I think the responsibility of being the dominant playmaker hasn't suited him. I think he's got all yes. the, the skills of a, a wonderful footy player. Uh, his running game is his strength, and by having you know Cherry Evans and Tom T. Uh, Trebovich in the team. I just think it'll just free him up to allow him to do his own thing. Yes, he'll have to contribute at times to identifying weaknesses and um, you know taking a bit of responsibility. But overall, he is looking like he's going to have a big year. And if he does have a big year, I think Manly will play finals. Yeah, look, Manly yesterday probably used better players in Brooksy and Ben Trebojevic and a, and a few others. Yeah, ben Trebojevic scored three tries off Brooksy's side and there's talk now that he'll put pressure on Josh Schuster for a starting uh, position on edge but uh, Brooks set up three tries uh, replaced at half time they won 68-6 and look trial form as we all know means nothing but look Luke Brooks was Dally M halfback of the year back in 2018 and uh, he could he could be the signing of the year um, and while it's very very early days it's as I said, it's just nice to see him happy again. Not as nowhere near as much pressure on him to dominate and to lead the football side, as you said. And it's uh, yeah, Manly fans will be very happy with that, as much mm. as it's uh, so early in the season. Yeah, Buzz, you talk about that word pressure. Who are some of the players under extreme pressure this season? Yeah, um, Clark, I've done my whole column on it today. Um, we'll start off with Ben Hunt. And um, I've got him under extreme pressure. And Ben Hunt has proven himself at the highest levels whenever he turns up for Queensland, whenever he turns up for Australia. He delivers and consistent, consistently. But he's put a lot of pressure on himself by being so public that he's basically at St George Illawarra under sufferance, that um, if he had his... And he's captain of one of the proudest old clubs in the game. And he's been quite loud about it, that he wanted to return to Queensland. So my concern is, I don't. I think St George is going to struggle this year. Mm. Um, I think Shane Flanagan's more in planning mode even for next year. But I think if Brooksy can't deliver, and he'll, he'll, he'll find it hard to deliver in that side, I think he's... He's sort of dragged the spotlight onto himself with his comments. Very unusual for a captain of a club to continually say for the last six months he doesn't really want to be there and ask for release on a few occasions. So um, all eyes on Ben Hunt, mate. Yeah, it 
it's going to be interesting to see how they go this year, the Dragons, Buzz, because I'm a bit like you. I want to be optimistic about a lot of sides, but I just haven't got that feel about the Dragons this year, and I think it could turn sour quite quickly. Um, you know, Ben Hunt, your captain, there'll be talk all year about whether he wants to be there, whether he doesn't. Um, I don't know whether their list is as strong as some of the others. No. Um, and it's going to be a tough year. It's going to be a very tough year, I, I, I think. But, you know, we'll see how it all sort of unfolds. Um, yeah. What about coaches I, under pressure, Buzz? Uh, look, I've got... Look, I, I think Jason Demetrio and Brad Arthur at the Eels, after missing the eight last year, well, both coaches missed the eight, are probably under the most pressure. I would suggest Jason Demetrio the most, even though he's got a contract extension for a couple of years. It's You've only got to go back, what, five, six months. There was a massive falling out with Sam Burgess, a well-publicised uh, fight and argument with Cody Walker. John Morris, their very capable assistant, left. Um, Latrell... Um, and I'm going to get to Luttrell in a minute, I, I think him and Cody have missed the influence of the great Wayne Bennett around the club a little bit. But Dimitri's a good coach. He's proven that. I think the signing of Jack White is a massive thing for the club, particularly now Campbell Graham's out of business mm. for half the season with the sternum problem. And at Parramatta, Brad Arthur's got to make the eight or he's gone. And... Um, they were very, very disappointing last year. And um, look, he obviously missed Dylan Brown, who was unfortunately uh, suspended for about 10 weeks. And if they can um, get their act together off the field, and you know, for professional rugby league players to even put themselves in that position, it, you're just letting your club, your fans, your sponsors, everyone down. So he desperately needs his strongest side on the park if he's going to keep his job any longer than this year. One of the big storylines, I reckon, will be Wayne Bennett and what he does. He's off contract at the end of the year with the Dolphins, and we know Christian Wolf will take over for 2025. Where do you anticipate Wayne to, to end up, or will this be the end of Wayne in terms of being a coach of an NRL team, do you think? Yeah, it's a really interesting question, Laurie, because I'm told Wayne Bennett is at his age, I think he's 75 now, won all the premierships. I actually think he should be a future immortal. But I'm told he's very, very much settled back in Brisbane um, with his uh, kids and um, his wife, and uh, he's happy to stay there now. So I'm not too sure that he will be convinced to join the 18th franchise. There's been much discussion about that uh, in the recent, recent weeks. Um, so the problem the Dolphins have with Wayne Bennett leaving, it, the history shows it has an enormous effect on the clubs that he leaves. And I've, I, I did a bit of homework and looked at the Dragons when he, he won the comp there in 2010, left in 2011. The following three years, they finished 9th, 14th and 11th. When he left Newcastle in 2014, they won three straight wooden spoons. And then at the Broncos, we all saw how that went belly up with Anthony Seabold there. They made the eight the first year, but bounced out 58-0, but then ran 16th and 14th. And I'm not saying he leaves the clubs in poor shape, 
what I'm saying is he's virtually irreplaceable as a man manager and as a guy who can get the best out of rugby league players. However, Christian Wolf, we all know, is very, very highly regarded and um, look, they're very confident that Wayne, if he does stay in Brisbane, will retain some sort of role with the club, not over the top of Wolf, but some role there where he can mentor the younger players and stay living in Brisbane, which I think would be a great thing for rugby league because we want the Dolphins to continue on that uh, very impressive stuff they showed last year. Gee, the fullbacks are going to be one of the stories of the year for, for various reasons, uh, Buzz. Nearly called you Bulldog, Ben. Oh, please, mate, please don't. Same, same, but different. You know I was arguing. What did you say, Clarky? I missed that. I said same, same, but different. Yeah, right, okay. You know that Bunning story I did about the Australian captain last week? Yeah, you're going to to put a name to your stories? No, no, I'm not. Surely this year we can finally... Put some but, names to these stories. Source yeah. said. Yeah, source <laughs> said. I had a, so many emails and text messages saying there's no Bunnings in Vaucluse. So <laughs> well, there's one in Rose Bay, here. let me tell you. Is there a, Bunnings in Rose Bay? Yes, there is. I was there oh. the other day you looking for a blower. Top, you love <laughs> hanging out with all the tops, don't you? Oh, Eastern dear. suburbs tops. The fullbacks, the fullbacks. Latrell, great player. Super. Probably the biggest superstar in the game, but I've, I've got him under pressure because um, he has to deliver in the big end of season games. And of course, he was out injured for no fault of his own, but he was hurt during Origin camp last year. And uh, he's only played three finals at South out of nine games, so uh, they need him fit, firing at the back end of the year. I've got James Tedesco under pressure, another great player, but he's under siege from. A lot of the younger fullbacks, Dylan Edwards for his New South Wales jersey, Reese Walsh, Callan Ponga for the Kangaroos jersey. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch that play out. Tommy Turbo and Ryan Pappenhausen are under pressure only because they've had such dreadful runs with injuries. Um, they're both on big money contracts. They're both X-Factor players. I think if Tom Turbo stays fit, man, there's a hope of even challenging for the title, certainly finishing in the top four. And Ryan Pappenhausen, such an excitement machine. It's been really, really sad to watch his struggles in the last couple of years. And they tell me, though, he's training sensational the storm over the off-season. He's recovered from that latest ankle injury. And, wow, what a bonus that'll be for Storm to have him fit and firing all year. Buzz, if you could have picked your New South Wales fullback right now, who is it? Oh, Clarky. Um, well, you've got Latrell, you've got Tom Turbo, you've got a guy called Dylan Edwards who is an absolute superstar, consistent player, and you've got the great Teddy. Teddy played in the Australian side that was beaten 30 nil by the Kiwis. I, I, I'm. Look, I think he's under pressure. If you put me on the spot, and if you're picking a New South Wales side today on what we've seen over the last 12 months or the last two years, I would pick Dylan Edwards from Penrith. Laurie? Oh, 
Um, hard question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm never prepared to write champions off. And I think... I Teddy's love asking Teddy, the hard ones. Teddy's a champion. Yeah. Um, and I think he realised he, he'll be under a little bit of pressure. So, And I think the Roosters will start well. I think last year, they the will. fact that they didn't play good football at the start didn't help Teddy because he went in a bit underdone in origin in terms of his confidence. and So I, 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 I think that Madge will give him every chance to to be there, but he'll have to play have to play well. What about your Sharks, mate? Where, where do you see them this year? Have they, they fixed the deficiencies that they're missing in their team? Because the last couple of years, they've been consistent, they've made finals, but they just haven't been good enough to win a final the last two years. Do you think they can yeah, go better? Look, look, Cronulla Sharkies have got a soft draw again. So I expect them to make the top eight. I think, however, they lack the X-factor player that Roosters have, South have, Penrith have, to go deep into the finals. And it's been disappointing uh, as much as they've been very consistent. They've made the finals eight of the last nine years, but I still worry about the the lack of an X-factor. And I've done a, a panel in that column today to look at how many players each club has used over the last um, three years. And Cronulla have used the least amount of players. They've been very, very quiet in roster recruitment, particularly over the last 12 months. But Craig Fitzgibbon likes to build combinations to keep that same side together. He And, yeah, so... Where's the improvement going to come from? Probably another year together. Still a question mark around the 5'8", I think, with young Trindle playing there. They tell me young Dyke, Adam Dykes' son, Kay Dykes, is coming through and very, very impressive. The concerning thing for Cronulla is actually off the field. I met with the Dolphins last week, and you know they averaged 32,000 fans first year at Suncorp? And then you look at Cronulla, they've got a home ground that can only hold 13,000 people and the corporate facilities just aren't there. Okay, the Leagues Club, even though we moved to Cogra two years ago, is right now an empty shell. They're fixing the roof on it, but it's going to cost $35 million to fit it out. The club doesn't have that money. And I blame this on previous managements, the first people who did the deal with the developers, they just didn't get enough money. So Cronulla are going to have to borrow $15 million to get their lease club back and fit it out where it's going to, you know, attract people mm. after the footy, during the week, cafeterias, auditoriums, nice bars, etc. So not a good way to be starting the year, guys. How does his Super Bowl Monday look, Buzz? Meadow, you know, um... I'm really, really excited, and unlike Bulldog, Bulldog was blowing up yesterday about how many times uh, Tay Tay's going to be on the television coverage. Said he wants to watch the game. Oh dear! You, you know, I said to Doggy, Tay Tay has got 290 million Instagram followers. I pointed out Bulldog's got 30,000 on Twitter, so there's a bit of a difference there. Um, but. I love that. Look, there's so many stoppages in NFL. It's just great to see that Tay Tay on the on the sideline. I love it. It's, you know, I agree with Bulldog. 
Oh, do you? Yeah, I want to see the footy bucks. Oh, you dark. Yeah, well, I probably am. Mate. I don't want to see Tato, and I don't want to see do. Brittany Mahomes, and I don't want to see them jumping around in but the Laurie, sweet. But there's the yeah. game stopped usually when they. I don't, I don't care. Laurie, what do you want? More analysis? <laughs> yes, Buzz. <laughs> yeah. No, look. 115 million people watched this game in America last year. They'll say an extra 10 million will watch because of Tay Tay. And this, as far as I'm concerned, isn't a game for rusted on NFL fans. It's a massive, massive event where they're paying millions of dollars for 30 second ads. And it's a show. And I just think it adds to it. And you know, as I said, the TV ratings will prove that. I don't want to go there every break in play either. Mm. But I think it's a wonderful part of the event that Tay-Tay's there. I, I really do. Enjoy, mate. Thanks so much. Yeah, I will, mate. I, I will. I, I won't be on the beers with you guys, but, uh, yeah, it's always a great Monday, isn't it? What time's it kick off, Mido? 10.30, just after 10.30. Yeah, right, cool. Mm. All right, guys, have a Thank great you. week.